bringing you in. It is time to talk a little wrestling. It is the Raw Recap here on Sean Stanley Sports Talk. I am Sean Stanley. And as always, with my Tua Libre hat, shout out to the Lemon City Live guys. Monday Night Raw was last night, and uh, I had to sleep on it. I had to sleep on it and look back over what happened on Raw. And again, I I don't know if it's not an MVP. RK Bro is growing on me. I'm not going to lie there. They had a great match during this show. Um, But just, I don't know. I'm just over it. We've had Lashley and McIntyre since, what, uh, February? I believe it was February. It was when Miz beat McIntyre. force-fed worse than John Cena to us here. So hopefully this Hell in the Cell, uh, Lashley will retain, and then they move on to something else. Uh, let's look at what happened on Raw this Monday night. Uh, a lot of the same. couple little nixes to some things. Alexa Bliss opened the show in the playground. Um, apparently, Lily was lost. Uh, I, don't remember, I don't even think I saw her on this Raw, so apparently she lost Lily. Of course, she accepts, and uh, we'll get into that debacle in a little bit. And when I'm talking about the matches, I just want this to come out right now. I'm not talking about the talent. Uh, the talent, they are up, up and above beyond anything. They're, they're, they're going with what they are given, and they're, and they're doing their best with what, to me, I feel is what they're given. I just... I don't know what the difference is between Raw, SmackDown, and X. The difference I see is one more hour of TV. But the writing for the three hours is, is horrendous to me. Uh, we got started. It was Nikki Cross against Charlotte Flair. Again, Nikki Cross getting thrown into this whole mix of beating Rhea Ripley one week and then pinning Charlotte Flair the next. So, of course, this week, Flair comes out, and it's Nikki Cross, Charlotte Flair. So exactly, you knew what was going to happen here, right? Cost Charlotte Flair the match. It was a countout. I thought it would go the other way. Since Rhea took the pin last week, I thought she would get the revenge factor and and Cross get the pin this week. But it was just a countout, and then uh, Ripley came in the ring and hit Flair. Um with a riptide and and that kind of ended that and until later in the show of course because the two go back at it to set up for hell in the cell and look we saw this match at wrestlemania last year here last year at wrestlemania um but with i believe uh charlotte uh caught covid but i believe is, is was the story going around? Not one hundred percent sure, but Charlotte was not able to make it to WrestleMania. They weren't sure she was going to make it to WrestleMania, so they had written in Oscar and Ripley for that, and then Charlotte came back right after, and that leads us up to now in Hell in a Cell. And and it, 
look, I am looking forward to this match. There's not a in the matches that are necessarily the issue. It's the buildup to the matches that, that I'm having an issue. When you're watching three hours of wrestling, you want to be entertained. I don't want to just be, you know, if I'm at a live event, then it can be match, match, match. But when I'm watching it on TV, you got to entertain me in that, that lull time. And, and right now, Raw's not doing that. Um, Another act that I'm I'm really digging on right now is uh, Miz, since he's injured, and John Morrison, just, just before the matches. I mean, the wheelchair started rolling down the ramp. Morrison had to go get it. This week, it's Morrison forgets about him. Miz is yelling in slow motion at him. Comes back. And, and again, this was a match where I was like, hey, we don't have anything for either of these two. Let's throw them out and let them work each other. And in this match, John Morrison wins. Cedric Alexander did come down during the match, which he's got something going on with Jeff Hardy. And, and I honestly, when he chose, I'll retire. I, I was hoping Jeff Hardy would take the finger poke of doom and just get, get off for all. I don't know. I don't know what his contract deal is. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a lot of inside information, but I was hoping it was a finger poke of doom. One, two, three. Hardy retires and we see him later on another show. Get him off Raw right now. But of course, WWE will not give us what we want. So, of course, Jeff Hardy beats Cedric Alexander, which is another thing that I don't understand. Alexander, due to somebody in the executive office. You take him out of the hurt business when they're going good. Then you break up him and Shelton Benjamin. Then Benjamin gets the best of him. Now he goes and he challenges Hardy to a retirement match. And now he loses that. To me, after Morrison and Hardy have a full match, Hardy loses, then comes back and beats Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander cannot win on Raw again. Only one Cedric Alexander could not pick up another win. Then we had Evolution. Really? Look. It was thrown out on social media. It was going to be Eva Marie versus Naomi. Um, if you follow Sean Ross Sap. And Fightful.com, you kind of had an idea of what was going to happen because uh, he had the the scoop, have the scoop. Uh, Piper Niven ended up coming out with Eva Marie, and apparently she's going to be the the muscle. She's the brawn. Eva Marie uh, Evolution is going to be the brains. She comes out, takes care of Naomi, and then Eva declares herself the winner. I'm going to give this a couple weeks, see where this goes, because I don't know what they're going to do with it, and I don't want to poo-poo on it right now. But out, and then you think Eva's going to wrestle a match, and all of a sudden she's got, you know, somebody to take care of that for her. I just think you you destroyed everything. Why sign? Eva back into WWE fold 
to have her be the introduction of another talent. Why not just bring her back in a managerial role to begin with? But again, I'm wondering if they're going to do anything else with it or what. But right now, eeks. If I'm Eva Maria, I'm thinking maybe I should have not signed for as long as I did. I, I mean, if this is the best that they're going to do for me, ultimately, maybe it leads somewhere. Again, I'm going to give it some time and see where it goes. And again, not poo-pooing on the performers. Poo-pooing on the writing, the way it was given. I always remember, what it, I think it was a show that said, this nice steak. Right? You got nice steak. You got potatoes. You got all the sides, right? And I present it to you on a garbage can lid. That's what they did here. They gave you this big, nice steak dinner and they gave it to you on a garbage can lid and said, Here, you're going to have to take it. No, we don't have to take it. Tell you something. I, I'm digging the RK Bro right now. Um, they they are working great with with New Day. I do wish maybe we see something different there, but at the same time, the matches are are great. Rhea Ripley, Oscar. One of the problems I have with this whole thing about you know they're running it back the rematch and then it's a clean pinfall and and Rhea is getting ready for Hell in the Cell. So now Oscar's kind of getting pushed down. What a month ago. Now she gets six minutes on Raw. Some of the things that I, I think they don't think about when they're writing some of these programs. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, that match finally took place. I did like the ruthless Alexa Bliss at the beginning, just attacking, attacking the leg, all the moves she was doing. Again, move set. Not so much in love with the whole, the way this was going. When they had the Fiend in there, and they had her there. And then what they did at the end with Reginald and the whole uh, hypnosis thing, I guess, is what they're doing now with Alexis, Alexa Bliss. And I just, man, I, 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 it's, it's lost me. And, and the other thing that, that they have to look at this is say, is this. They're going back in front of live audiences soon. Does this gimmick work? Does this gimmick work in front of live audiences? You're not going to have the whole Thunderdome pre-recorded and, and everything else that you can do a whole lot of when you're doing live audiences. Something to look for down the road here. But again, I think this is getting Fiend when, when the Fiend was there. I was all for it with Fiend Alexa Bliss, the turn. I was like, all right, I'll give it some time. I've given it some time, and I, I think it has run its course. I really do. I think the Alexa Bliss, it, it's run its course. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just think there's only so much you can do. And the Fiend had done a lot of that beforehand. Adding the Alexa Bliss into the fold allowed that to 
Groot mm-hmm. the fiend out and have Alexa, I guess, turn on the fiend. And we've never seen from the, we never heard from the fiend again. Now the fiend comes back and, and we can see some other stuff there between fiend and Alexa battling over, over something. I don't know what, I mean, they're not going to get into a physical altercation, but could, could they battle over? I don't know. I, I don't know what they would do, but it would be a lot better than what we're doing now. Seeing Reginald under hypnosis and moving Alexa Bliss does. And then once she breaks eye contact, it's all over. Is that setting up for something at Hell in the Cell? Will Alexa Bliss somehow get Shayna Baszler under her control? Is this something maybe storyline down the road? You never know. Shayna under Alexa's powers that could be something again it's something different it's something to build on but again this this has got to get better it's got to get better three hours of this and if you're at a live audience by the second hour it might be it might start getting a little bit rough depending on uh how the show's going uh the Next match, I just Jason Jackson Riker and Elias just not there for it, not there for this at all. I mean, they've tried to give it to us what three, four, five weeks in a row. Not then I have to go 30. I think I looked at my watch 1026 was when McIntyre AJ Styles started, they went to the ring at 1020. And 1026 is when it started. And then they end up turning it into a six-man after a disqualification. Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders against Lashley, AJ Styles, and almost. Almost is he's doing good. I mean, I mean, as far as the what they're using him for, right? I I mean I feel bad for AJ because he's having to bump all over the place, and that's what he did in this match. For almost 34 minutes, he was the bumper. Lashley took some bumps as well. Uh, the Viking Raiders, again, I, I I hope they get pushed to the moon. I mean, I know that's uh, Cameron Grimes stuff, so I apologize. But, again, a lot of this was to set up for the Hell in a Cell. Uh, McIntyre gets the clean pin after one Claymore. Not sure that's, I mean, I, mean, I guess whoever. He could get the pinfall and the title could change hands. But again, I just, at that point, I I think I'd rather not have seen McIntyre get the clean pin. I think I'd rather have seen Lashley, you know, again, the way way this sets up to me is this. McIntyre got the rub on Raw. Lashley keeps the title hell in the cell. And that's what I hope happens because... I want Lashley to retain this title all the way to SummerSlam. I want to see what happens to SummerSlam. I do. I would love to see uh, Cena come back and Lashley. I'd love to see Lesnar come back and take on Reigns right now. I'd love to see The Rock and Reigns down the road. I've, I've seen all these stories about all these possibilities. Lashley and Lesnar. I mean, I would love to see that. I just think the more story is driven toward Heyman and Reigns 
with Lesnar than Lashley Lesnar. I get the MMA thing. But again, maybe Paul Heyman does the switcheroo and he tries to run with titles. There's so much things they can be doing, but every week doing the same thing over and over, it's getting old. And this role, yeah, it, to me, leading up to Hell in a Cell, yes, they got a couple of the matches. Me interested in a couple of the matches. Charlotte Rhea, already interested in Lashley against McIntyre. Everything else, just, I mean, they, they threw out the Baszler or Bliss. I'm interested to see how that unfolds. Do they use, you know, the hypnosis uh, gimmick with Shayna Baszler? And maybe now Baszler turns into doing the dirty work for Alexa Bliss. A lot of a lot of things they can do with Hell in a Cell. Will they do that? I don't know. It's WWE. And I'm talking about the writing. The sports side, the athletic side of WWE is is way above, high, high above the talent, the performers. The writing, way, way below matching what talent is out there. And that, that was all this week. Overall, yeah, pretty meh show, honestly. You had the arcade. I, I hope they do something with them. I'd love to see them take on AJ Styles and almost. I know that's probably not going to happen at Hell in a Cell, but we'll see. Um, other than that, this this Raw just did not do it for me. And we'll be back with the SmackDown. Uh, and also, we got NXT tonight. So we'll have the NXT recap next. And then we'll have uh, SmackDown and AEW right before the weekend leading into hell in a cell pay-per-view. So also as post game that hell in a cell, that will be out this Sunday. I might even go live with that one on Sunday. So if you will be there for the live, would love to have you come on. We can get you in here on the live stream as well by phone text, or you can even join me on screen. Who cares? Let's make it happen. It's Sean Stanley Sports Talk, the Raw Recap edition. And when we talk to you tomorrow, it'll be on NXT. They're coming off the in your Might be a couple new faces showing up at NXT. We'll see what happens there and a whole lot more. But this has been your Raw Recap. I am Sean Stanley. It's Sean Stanley Sports Talk, Square Circle Digest, or Happy Hour Racing Podcast. Thank you, and goodbye.